0: Did you know that Jupyter Notebooks can be automated? Join this session to see an example of how you can use Azure Data Studio and other tools like Azure Logic Apps to automate your workflows. This week on Data Exposed. Hi, I'm Anna Hoffman and welcome to this episode of Data Exposed. Today, I'm joined by Julie from the Azure Data Team at Microsoft. Hi, Julie. Thanks for joining us today.
1: Hi, Anna. Nice to be here again today.
0: (laughs) We're happy to have you here again on the show. Always a pleasure to have you on to talk about Notebooks and Azure Data Studio and lots of exciting stuff that you and the team are working on. So Today, we're going to be talking about Automating some diagnostic notebooks. Can you just tell us a little bit more about why that's important or, or what you want to show us
1: today? Sure, of course. So, in the past, probably a few presentations when I come on Data Expose or other uh, user groups or presentations, I've been talking about using notebooks specifically for diagnosis or for troubleshooting. So, today I'm going to show you how to string it all together so that you can automate these diagnostic notebooks or troubleshooting guides notebooks. Uh, Maybe it's for routine or regular basis, or maybe it's for uh, perhaps on-call scenario.
0: Cool. That sounds exciting. I love automating because it makes my life easier. (laughs)
1: Mm-hmm. sure of course all right so let's get started with this one here so this is a, a a typical diagnostic notebook that someone has created this particular one is actually from glenberry so imagine you have queries like this or notebooks with queries like this that you can execute on a regular basis perhaps it's for baselining etc but you could use these for kind of on-call scenario so now let's take a look this demo here let me just share my screen all right, so imagine you're an on call DBA and you get tasks or issues or tickets like this way. Say a slow query and then it's against this database. And imagine if it, when it's assigned to you, it will automatically pre execute the diagnosis uh, notebook. And then, so that when you say, for example, look at the ticket next, you only need to open up the notebook itself, the pre executed notebook, and review the outcome instead of having you manually do the execution. So wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, that sounds really nice. <laughs> yeah, and on top of that, you'll get an email. Maybe you don't pay attention to the you know ticketing system, perhaps, but you get an email, and then simply you click on the uh, you know the click on Azure, click to view this in Azure Data Studio, and then you'll get to see or review the the pre-executed notebooks.
0: Wow, that seems pretty cool, Julie. My only like question is like, is this kind of hard to set up, or was it easy, and how did you do it?
1: It's actually pretty easy to set up. We are actually using this sort of uh, system in-house as well within within our team. So, I'm going to show you like a brief demo of how you can do this on your own sort of environment. So, let's check this out. All right. So, here's an example of a ticketing system. So, imagine there is a task that uh, someone has created, and maybe you are the person who's triaging. So Imagine it gets assigned to someone, say for now let's just say it's assigned to me, and then when it gets assigned to me, it's going to kick off a, a certain job actually, and then it will do all the things that I mentioned earlier, including the emailing and updating the notebook. So This is going to take a couple of minutes. While we do that, uh, let's, uh, let's take a look at how it works under the hood. Okay, here what we have is Azure Logic Apps, and this is where the the brain or the orchestration happens. When I click on the edit uh, button, you'll be able to see something like this, where it shows you the workflow. So when a task is assigned to me in in this case, my my you know demo ticketing system is actually using Planner, it will actually create a job uh, that is based on Azure Automation job, and it will run a runbook called Invoke SQL Notebook. And this one is actually pretty straightforward. It's just a PowerShell script. So if you're familiar with PowerShell, uh, you will love using this. And um, we will pass the parameter, which is the title of the issue, so that we can get the server name, the database name. And then after that, the rest of the workflow is just simply updating back to the uh, planner task so that it has all the details to the, you know, the link to the pre-executed notebook or the output notebook. And then after that, the next step is just simply emailing you the details, like the one that I, you know, uh, showed you a little bit earlier. Okay, so cool. it's actually pretty nice, isn't it? <laughs> Very yeah, I, I, I like <laughs> that
0: you didn't have to write a bunch of code. Like that's the best part of uh, apps <laughs> for me. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So here's the Infokit notebook runbook that I mentioned earlier, and if I click on Edit here, you'll see a bit of PowerShell. Um, it's it's pretty straightforward actually. Simply, uh, it takes the title. It will do some regex thing and it will just parse in the say for example the Contoso database name and server name. And then uh, next, I'm actually using uh, manage identity here to give access to my uh, to my database for this for this app to execute in my database. But before that, I need to download the uh, notebook first. So we just on GitHub. So uh, the next step here is essentially to call. The, uh, the the notebook that I've just downloaded and run it against the server name, database name that I got from the title earlier. And then um, simply just save it in an output, and the output is going to be stored in blob storage. And most of this part here that makes it sound long or looks long is actually to do with security. And it's very important to take care of security, right? Um, so, yeah, so the overflow today that I've, I've shown you is just simply using Logic Apps. Uh, and then the Azure Automation account where it hosts the, all the runbooks, and the runbook is actually in powers written in PowerShell, and then uh, store the output notebook in a in a container. So that's uh, that's essentially the over uh, the, the workflow.
0: Awesome, cool. I mean, it seems like you really mastered this. Hopefully, we can share some of your work later at the end. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, of course. So let's uh, let me just uh, take a look here and see what the um, whether the execution has been completed. It looks like it has, so let me just bring it up. So it's actually been emailed to me, so as you can see. And then if I go back to uh, this and um, refresh it, it looks like it also has been completed. See how I have a link to the the notebook, um, the output notebook. And then if I click on this here, it will open Azure Data Studio.
0: Wow! So this is just going to make it a lot easier in this scenario for a DBA to go and troubleshoot, or you know, in this case, I think we were analyzing a slow query, so we can go through and have this
1: pre-run, so we can just get to work yeah.
0: without having to do all the admin-related yeah. tasks.
1: Yeah, indeed. So let me just scroll down a little bit just to show you here where the um, where the query get executed inside the notebook. And then in the next cell here, I purposely don't give enough access for that uh, for that app uh, to run against my database. That's why it's giving me the few server state permission. That's just to show you a quick test that you can manage the security in 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 this way. So that you know, um, so that you don't give all admin access. You can say that I only want to give certain access. So that's uh, that's pretty cool, right? yeah very cool. You know, Julie, really, a lot of people when they're like maybe doing
0: similar tasks or like something gets assigned to them, everyone has like their toolbox of scripts, and they're gonna go to those scripts and kind of copy and paste the scripts that they need depending on the the problem that comes up. Like how yeah. would you compare what you showed us today to kind of the control c yeah. control v method?
1: Yeah, yeah, a very good question. So in the SRE world, which is set reliability engineering, we consider Control-C and Control-V as toil. So it's like manual execution. So instead of spending time on manual execution, what if you can automate a lot of things so that your time is better spent on solving better, bigger problems? So if I were to paint the whole picture of what you could do in your environment it would look like something like this where perhaps you have a data engineer or DPA that creates uh, troubleshooting guides notebooks and then you have uh, and you have them checked in the troubleshooting guides notebooks in github or Azure devops then you have someone like a support who might triage the uh, the uh, the issues and then you have someone like Gloria or DPA so in, in this case in this earlier demo that's me um, who actually just simply enjoy all this ad- automation output and you know get back to work in terms of you know just reviewing what's going on, what's wrong, and then mitigate it. So it's it's pretty nifty.
0: Awesome. Cool. That's really cool. I love the the story and I like that you played Gloria. <laughs>
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. and uh, just to kind of tidy all all up about all the concepts that we've probably been talking about that I exposed in various sort of Azure Data Studio presentations. When we talk about notebooks, we talk about manual execution through Azure Data Studio, which is kind of nice when you develop. But remember that if as much as possible, if you can reuse the troubleshooting guides or those notebooks that you run routinely on manual. Mode, if you can automate them as well, that means you don't have to write a lot of things. So hopefully your notebooks are reusable. And then last stage is automation or automatable. So um, earlier I actually showed you how to use Agilogic apps, but underneath it's actually essentially just really calling infoke SQL notebook. And that is used for invoking SQL uh, notebooks. Uh, through CLI, or in this case, through Azure Automation, you can also do it through Azure Function as well if you'd like. And if you have PowerShell notebooks, you could also invoke Execute Notebook. And if you're using Python notebook, then simply use Papermill. So that's it. Uh, that's it from me today.
0: Awesome. Well, Julie, this has been so interesting, and I see you have a bunch of resources. So we'll be sure to put those in the description so folks can go learn more and check out these samples and start automating their workflows. I just want to thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, and To our viewers, if you like this episode, go ahead and give it a like, check out Azure Data Studio, check out the automation capabilities, and we hope to see you next time on Data Exposed.